Welcome to episode 40 of the Business Fabulous Podcast. This is a very special episode for two reasons. Number one, it is my first co-hosted episode and it takes place from PodFest 2020. So in this episode, we are recording from the JBL trailer. It is like a huge tractor trailer that is in the PodFest Expo Hall. This thing takes up the entire width of the Expo Hall, and we are recording straight from there. It is all about stepping out of your comfort zone, branding, and podcasting. Enjoy. Welcome to the Business Fabulous Podcast, where we help entrepreneurs get visible online and grow their businesses from right now to fabulous with your host, Bonnie L. Frank. This former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur has produced over 2,000 live broadcasts and has coached business owners worldwide. Each week, Bonnie shares actionable, effective, and proven social media and marketing strategies that help you get seen, get heard, and get paid online to propel your business forward. Now, on to the show. Good morning from the Expo Hall, from PodFest 2020, from Bonnie Frank and Robin Sales. We are going live. We are recording a podcast right now of the Business Fabulous podcast, and we are going to talk about comfort zones. We are going to talk about being here at PodFest and about what you can be getting from PodFest and from stepping out of your comfort zone. Okay, so who we are. I'm Bonnie Frank. I'm a business coach. I'm a former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight with no training and no startup funds. So if I can do it, you can absolutely do it. And to my right is the exquisite Robin Sales. Would you like to talk about yourself, Robin? Thank you, Bonnie. I don't know that exquisite has ever been used when describing me before, but I will take it. I'm Robin Sales. I run a company called Launching Your Success, where I teach people how to be fascinating by creating brand messages and brand strategies that engage and attract their ideal client. And I also co-founded the St. Pete Podcasters Group, which is just a little local meetup where we get together with podcasters and other content creators and just chat and collaborate and try to help each other be awesome. I love that. If you are in any city, anywhere, you can create your own meetup, whether Mm -hmm. it is a podcasters meetup, an editors meetup, exquisite people meetup. For example, you Mm -hmm. could belong to many. Red hair people unite. Yes. Red hair (laughs) people unite. It could be a hashtag. It could be viral quite soon. Yes. For those of you listening to the podcast episode, we are recording from a big, huge trailer inside of the Expo Hall, inside of the Marriott World in Orlando. Thank you, Harmon. Thank you, JBL. Okay, so why we're each here. This is a podcast conference, and I wanted to learn more about podcasting and hobnob with other podcasters. And I presented about social media to podcasters. So that's why I'm here. I'm a podcaster. But Robin, do you have a podcast? I do not. I do not yet. I have to start saying yet because eventually y'all are going to convince me to do a podcast or something similar. No, right now I work with a lot of creative entrepreneurs. So I've worked with podcasters. I've worked with YouTubers, bloggers, authors. 
people who are putting out some sort of regular content and we work on that, that brand messaging and that client strategy. So I love talking to people about brand and more specifically personal brands and how that is your secret weapon when it comes to connecting and engaging with your audience. And so hanging out with a bunch of creatives at events like this is one of my favorite things to do. Absolutely. So that tells you that even if you don't have exactly what the type of conference says that typically you should have to go, you could still go Mm -hmm. and And get a lot out of it. And you can get a ton out of it. And you give a lot because you've been presenting. This is my fourth year presenting at this conference. Your fourth year presenting at PodFest. It's my first year presenting, my second year going. And just a mere few seconds after I landed in the lobby, I came upon Robin Sales. (laughs) So I thought it only right at PodFest to do my very first co-hosted podcast episode with the infamous Robin Sales. Should we tell the story of how we actually met? I think we should. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to start off and then you're going to, yeah. Set the scene. All right. Here's the scene. This is how it all went down. (laughs) Okay. So I started listening to podcasts six years ago and I would listen to them when I was on a walk so that I could actually enjoy my walk. The first two podcasts I ever listened to were Denise Duffield Thomas's about money blocks and Michael O'Neill's solopreneur hour. Shout out to Michael O'Neill. Hello. Mm -hmm. And Michael knows this, that he is absolutely the reason that I am an entrepreneur. I have no business training. I've never taken a business class, but his podcast made it seem doable. It made it seem possible. And the more I listened and I listened to, oh, Lordy, every episode many times, I was like, you know what? I think I can do this. He's making it sound like I can do it. I think I can do this. So I did. I started my own business and I connected with him through the podcast. Facebook group. And so I knew he was going to be at PodFest last year. It was my very first PodFest. I had just recently been divorced. It was a big, big deal to come all the way over here from Missouri by (laughs) myself. I knew no one. I literally, like in person, knew no one. And I met him in the lobby. So I'm taking a picture with him and John Lee Dumas and like these very large, larger than life podcast guys. And I'm taking a picture and I'm so, so excited to finally meet him after six years. And then (laughs) I come around the corner after they took the picture and I'm like, did you look at the picture on your phone? And Bonnie's like, what? I'm like, open up your phone and look at the picture on your phone. So what Bonnie didn't realize is while she was setting up this glorious selfie with a couple of her podcasting heroes, I was sitting on the couch right behind them going, oh, this is too good. This is too good. I can't resist this opportunity. So none of them realized that I had spectacularly photobombed the photo that they were taking together. So here we are crowded around Bonnie's phone. And she's like, no, you did it. I'm like, yeah, look at your picture. So she zooms in and there's my goofy face in the background like, ah. Oh my God. And I didn't know Robin from anyone. I had no idea who I was talking to. And she's like, hey, have you looked at your phone? I'm like, huh? (laughs) What are you talking about? And at first I was like, Oh my God, finally after six years and I'll never get this photo again. And then it was just like so perfect and it was so podfest because she made me feel incredibly comfortable. She was incredibly kind. I kept running into her throughout the conference. 
We're now virtual friends. She's here on my very first co-hosted podcast episode. And that's what PodFest is all about. It's about making everyone feel warm and welcome and nurtured and comfortable and invited Mm -hmm. and that they all have a place at the table. And it could not have been more perfect, the juxtaposition of finally, after six years, finally getting that photo and then like the past and the future all melding together in that same photo. <laughs> it was one, perfect. In one glorious photo with a ridiculous photo bomb in the back. It was spectacular. It was absolutely perfect. It's like my favorite picture from Podfest. One of the things I love, Bonnie, is now every time we see each other, the very first thing you do is pull out your phone. Like, we have to take a picture. Yes. We need proof of this moment. Exactly. It is time for hashtag selfies from Podfest. And it kind of gives me the courage to go up and photobomb someone else and like Mm -hmm. do the same thing to someone else and make them feel warm and welcome and invited and like they've got a place at the table. So you talked about branding and I am sitting here in my business fabulous branded t-shirt. I'm branded coming and going. So I've got my logo on the front um, and it's in bright pink, like in a magenta foil. Uh, If you ever get t-shirts made, ask for the foil. It's really honestly amazing. So I've got that on the front. And then on the back, I've got hashtag business fabulous in the same bright pink foil. So I'm branded. I've got my brand coming and going. And then I'm also, uh, for those of you listening to the episode, I'm also sitting here in a diamond tiara in the expo hall. It's a very great everyone. tiara. Yes. Well, you can't be fabulous without your tiara, of course, because <laughs> you've got branding on today too. You know, I'm one of those insane people that like lives, breathes, talks, walks my brand. And I think when you work with people and you talk to them about brand consistency and really showing up as your brand, I can't not do that. So I am always on brand. It's become this joke now. Like people look at me to like, I think people are waiting for me to just mess up once, you know, like, oh, she's wearing the wrong color today. She's not on brand, but I am always on brand. I'm either wearing my brand colors or I'm wearing something related to the imagery that's associated with my brand. So my brand has a rocket ship logo and there's a lot of space imagery. So today I'm wearing my spacey silver jacket and I've got silver shoes to match it. And so in one way, shape or form, I'm always on brand in some fashion because that's what I'm helping people learn how to do is to show up and be representative of what the experience of working with me is going to be like. So you see this crazy red hair, you see my funky glasses, you see my silver jacket, and immediately you have a sense of what the experience of working with me is going to be like. And that's the type of thing I try to create with everyone when I talk about branding. Exactly. And she also has a barrette with silver stars. Yep. Once again, hashtag on brand. Got to go to the details. You got to go to the details. And it's funny because a lot of people know I built my business with live streaming. And so when people would see me on a live stream, they would see that I talk with my hands and they would see that I have long dangly earrings all the time and they would see that I pretty much wear some combination of white, black, and pink because those are my branding colors, but I've just always worn those. That's why I picked those colors for branding because they're in my closet. It just makes my life easy. That's smart. And then when they meet me in person, they're like, oh, you really are like this. I'm like, yeah, that's, (laughs) that's exactly it. And when you're choosing your branding, because you do ultimately choose your fonts, you choose your colors, you choose how you want to step out into the world, to me, it just made it easy if I just was myself. Absolutely. Because those decisions, that font you choose, the colors you choose, 
should be indicative and representative of what that in-person experience is like. It should be consistent with your overall brand voice and brand story so that you're not inadvertently creating moments of disconnect. The thing that drives me crazy is like, especially if you go to a designer and you spend all that money to have somebody say, this is your font and this is your secondary font and these are your colors. And then you go create your own social media that throws all that out the window. I just like want to shake you and go, no, you have brand guides for a reason. Stick to them because repetition builds reputation. You have to keep showing this stuff. You have to keep telling your story over and over and over again so that it sticks in people's brains. Exactly. And your brand's got to make sense for who you are Mm -hmm. and what you're about. And whatever colors or fonts you choose, just make sure you actually really love them because you'll be using them a lot, lot. all the time. Those colors will be all around your website, all over it. So that really, really helps. And one of the reasons, well, one of the many reasons why Robin is sitting here and doing this episode with me When I think of Robin, I think of not only all of the words that I said before about PodFest, but also your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And for me, coming to PodFest last year, and, and I was still anxious this year, even though I knew people now. I literally knew no one when I came to PodFest last year. I knew Jessica Kupferman, thank God for her. I knew her virtually for six years. And I knew Karen Yankovic for four years virtually. And that was it. I didn't know anyone else. And those were the two people who encouraged me to come. And I came. I just, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I came eight days early so that I could stop having anxiety attacks. Oh my goodness. Before everything started. And most people like don't know that. Like they would see like, oh my God, she came all those days early to lie out in the sun. Yeah, so I could stop having anxiety before the conference actually started because it was a big deal. So I think about comfort zones and like we talked about branding and being comfortable with your branding. And so talk about what you did yesterday, talking about stepping out of your comfort zone. What was the workshop that you did yesterday? (laughs) It was a little different. It was definitely a little different. So normally I'm talking about brand and some way to apply your brand. I struck up a conversation at an event last year with Glenn from the Horse Radio Network. And we discovered that we both have a theater background and an improv background. And we we actually both did Renaissance festivals, of all things. And we just bonded over that. And we're like, you know, we really value what our improv training has been able to lend to our careers and our ability to perform. And why don't we share that with podcasters? So this year, we did better podcasting through improv. And we put on a little teeny tiny improv workshop for the podcasters here at the event. And oh my gosh, it was so fun. I think one of the things that intimidates people about improv, it's not predictable. Glenn and I had a plan, but we also walked into that event knowing that that whole plan was probably going to go out the window. And that's just the nature of improv. And having a set of improv skills allows you to just go with the flow. And we actually ended up flowing really well, even though nothing went according to plan. But nobody in the room knew that. And that's the beauty of improv. And that's what we were trying to teach them. And that applies to podcasting. It applies to writing a blog post. It applies to going to a conference. It applies to life, right? Mm -hmm. So you can, you know, the best laid plans, right? So you can have all of your plans. You can have all of your life plans. I had planned out my kids were going to be two years, six months apart. And they weren't. They were two years, seven months apart. So I I got close, (laughs) but still I had a plan and the plan did not work. And I had a birthing plan when I went to the hospital and I ended up with 15 interns in my hospital room with me as I was delivering my firstborn. So it's like, 
Come on in, everyone. Let's all learn. Sometimes things go out the window, but it's totally okay. And I think a lot of times, with me, with my experience, I think all the times, it can be an incredible learning opportunity and a learning experience, and it ends up to be better. So for this podcast, people ask me all the time, Bonnie, do you script your podcast? Oh, Lord, no. I don't. I've done over 4,000 live streams. I've never scripted any of them. But it's not like I just pick up the mic and push live and just start blathering. Maybe it might seem like that sometimes, but it's really not the case. I know ahead of time which of my main topics I'll be talking about. So whether it's social media, marketing, or online visibility, I know which of those I'll be talking about. And then I have a set of bullet points, and I have a set of bullet points today. And Robin and I talked about that for about five seconds yesterday. Like, what should we talk about? I'm like, okay, well, let's do like who we are and why we're here and how we met. Lucky for you, I know improv. Yes, exactly. (laughs) But it's okay because if you have an important message to share, and all of us do, we all have incredibly important messages to share. And there's always, always, not just going to be one person that needs to hear it, there's going to be a lot of people that need to hear it. And you may or may not ever find out exactly who needs to hear it when they hear it. But eventually, as you podcast more and more, as you do more live streams, as you write more blog posts, as you tweet more, as you go to more conferences, you will have people approach you and they'll be like, thank you so much for doing that episode on whatever. And that really, really helped me. Or, oh my God, that live stream that you did or that Insta story that you did was so great because it really helped me when I got to the hotel to know my way around. Or... Whatever it is, people will step out and they will let you know that it really helped them, that it hit them in a really, really positive way. In the improv workshop yesterday, we had somebody ask a question at the end. And the piece of advice I gave them, ironically, wasn't very helpful for the person who asked the question. But then in the hallways throughout the day, at least four people came up to me and were like, I'm so glad you gave that answer. That's exactly what I needed to hear. Sometimes it it doesn't always hit the exact mark. But the ripple effect is going to hit somebody. And so I I just thought that was really interesting. Like, I felt bad because the person who asked the question was like, and then like four other people were like, oh, my God, that was the best advice. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm glad somebody benefited from it. Yay, it worked. Exactly. And like I said yesterday in the social media panel, I said, you know, a lot of people are like, I don't know what to podcast about. Or you might think that with social media, like, I don't know what to post today. Okay, well, first of all, you should. it would probably be helpful if you planned ahead. But I totally understand that you can't always plan ahead. Like, life gets in the way. I totally get that. So sometimes you do wake up and you're like, oh, I need to put out another episode today or I need to produce an episode today because it needs to go to my editor and then it needs to drop whenever. And that happened to me last week as I was in a little bit of a frenzy getting ready for this conference. It happened to me and I thought, oh, okay, so I'm just going to podcast about I don't know what to post on social media. Like literally it was like, I don't know what to podcast about. So I'm going to make a podcast on, I don't know what to do on social media. How do you decide what to post on social media? And that was the topic. And I thought, I I don't know how well it's going to resonate. Maybe it's going to be horrible. I don't know, but I'm still going to do it. And I had so many people reach out and say, thank you so much. That is me. I don't know what to post on social media. I don't know how to make those decisions. And I just did it with three super, super easy tips. 
And it was like, wow, man. It, and it's really, it makes you feel so good because every podcaster, whether you're an indie podcaster or you're not, it doesn't matter. Anyone with a microphone, everyone with a voice, which is everyone listening to this, everybody has really, really important messages to share. And everybody's an expert in at least one thing. Oh, absolutely. And people need to hear it. And you might never find out, or you might, like you said, the ripple effects start to really find out when it hits and where it hits. And coming to Podfest last year, I had a lot of people reach out to me and like, oh my God, it's Bonnie from Periscope. Because they knew me from starting out on Periscope from five years ago. And people have said that this year too. Like, oh my God, I've been listening to you all these years. And getting to meet people, hashtag IRL, in real life, who you've been following virtually, who have been following you, who you've been connecting with on social media, to be able to actually meet them in real life and take a selfie, crazy as it might look, look at my Instagram feed, they're crazy is really a heartfelt moment. It's really pretty incredible. Yeah, it always is. And you never know who you're going to run into. And again, you know, we were talking about the comfort zones and the tone of this conference in particular. And one of the things that I love is how approachable everybody is. Everybody will stop. They'll chat. They'll take that selfie. And that's one of my favorite things. Yeah. And like I even put it on my Insta story. So Glenn and Jenny are the welcoming crew. For Podfest. And honestly, anybody who's ever been to Podfest before truly is the welcoming crew, but they are the official welcoming crew for Podfest. And as I was helping out in the registration booth on the first day, I saw it with my own eyes. And it's not like I didn't think they were going to do it. Of course, I knew they were going to do it. And they're the two most perfect people to do it. But I saw it with my own eyes. So they had somebody who had never been to podcast before, brand new, And she had a ribbon on her name tag that said, you know, like, first time attendee at PodFest. And they took her aside and they said, hey, you know, we're Glenn, we're Jenny, we really want to welcome you. Do you have any questions? We're really glad you're here. Do you have a podcast? What's your idea for a podcast? You know, can we help you find any of the sessions? I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. So I pulled out my phone and I put it on my Insta story and I'm like, this is PodFest. Yes. So people will ask me a lot, when is the right time to post on social media? When is the right time to go to a conference? When is the right time to pivot with your brand, to go a different (laughs) direction in your business? When is the right time to start a business? What do you say, Robin? When is that right time? First of all, I don't think we have time to answer when all those right times are. (laughs) Here's the thing. There's no right time. It really is about your ideal client, your ideal audience. Where do they already live? When are they already hanging out online? What conferences are they going to? That's when you should be posting. That's when you should be getting in front of those people. If you're worried about barriers to success, and that's why you haven't started your show yet, just pick up something and practice and just start. And let me tell you, a place like this, you will start your show. Somebody here will like guarantee that they help you get it done. And that's one of the things I love about it. But I think... On a more existential level, if there's something that you're like, gosh, I don't know if I'm the right person. I don't know if I should really do this. The thing I tell people all the time is when you are equally excited and terrified, that's when you know. That's when you know you're on the right track, when it's so scary and so exciting at the same time. Exactly. And so like we didn't talk about that particular bullet point, but you're the perfect person to talk about that because Robin and I have both pivoted personally and professionally. We've made a lot of decisions about when is the right time. And it is true. It doesn't matter what you're filling in that blank with. 
No time is the perfect time. No, no time there is never the right be. time. Exactly. So stop waiting. It's like, when yeah. is the right time to have kids? Okay, no time. Because guess what? They're not going to come out the way you want. They're not <laughs> going to be in any, you know, child development or parenting help or self-development book anywhere. Trust me, I've read all of them. And my kids weren't in there anywhere. So yeah, that's not going to help. You can read all of them, but ultimately you still have to go with your gut and you still have to do what's best for you, for your family, for your business, for your brand, for your podcast. And I came here last year, didn't know anyone and didn't have a podcast. I didn't have a podcast. I knew I wanted to have a podcast, but I didn't have one. And so many people were like, well, what's your podcast about? I'm like, Nothing yet. I don't have one yet. But when I have one, I think it's going to be this. Yep. And people really agonize over what the name of their podcast is going to be and what the cover art of their podcast is going to be and all of those things. And, and those are all important decisions. They are. So I thought about the name Business Fabulous and I asked Jessica Kupferman and one other podcaster and they both said, yeah, I like it. And that's why I picked my name. <laughs> that was it. I didn't agonize. I was like, I think I kind of like this. And I asked them and they gave the okay. So I thought I can do that. I'll go with it. And my cover art, that little picture that you see on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcast today, that little square of a picture, my first cover art was so God awful. Oh my, it's embarrassing. Then guess what? I changed it. It and got it's, better. And it's what you see now. Yeah. And I can change it again sometime if I want. And, and it's okay to make those changes, right? Right. Like Chris's book, Start Ugly. Just start. Start ugly. You can always make it better. Exactly. It's funny because when you go to presentations, when you hear people present and you meet some of your heroes, whether it's a podcast hero or whatever, other people that you've been following online, and when you see what they're doing and when you hear their presentations, you think, I want to do that. I want to be like that. And what you don't see is them starting ugly. Yeah. You don't see them starting. They didn't start and end up where they are immediately. There was time. There was space. There were t probably tears in there. Oh, yeah. Maybe some blood. Maybe blood was spilled. <laughs> there might have been spilling blood. Yeah. There might have been, yes, exactly. But yet they all started ugly. Yeah. They all did. Yep. And I think if we could let go of that fear, there would be much more amazing content out there for me to consume. I'll be totally selfish about it. I want you to stop being afraid and go start your thing so that I can listen to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and people are like, well, how do you find the podcast to listen to? Or really, you follow this person or you listen to that podcast? And like I say all the time, lessons are all around us mm -hmm. all the time. The lessons are right there, man. They are right there in front of you. You've just got to be open to them. You got to keep your eyes open. You got to keep your ears open. Yesterday in the VIP lounge, I was just kind of chilling for a little bit. Actually, I was wondering if I could squeeze in to get a chair massage. But anyway, I'll just say I was in there chilling. And so I was listening to, I can't remember what generation it is, X, Y, Z, double Z, triple X. I have no idea what the generation was, but there were two people I was listening to in their 20s. And I heard them talking and they were talking about YouTube and they were talking about Twitch. And I've never been on Twitch and I don't have a Twitch account. And I don't do a lot with my YouTube channel. I will this year. YouTube and LinkedIn are two of the things I'll be concentrating on this year. And I didn't know them personally. And we actually hadn't even met. We were just sitting in the same area. 
But as I was scrolling on Instagram and doing some more Insta stories, I was listening to them and it was fascinating to hear how they were going about doing what they were doing Mm -hmm. and talking about the presentations that they went to and talking about the presentations that they were giving and plans that they had for their business and their brand moving forward. And those are all lessons. Yeah. And even though it might not be exactly what I'm doing and like I'm not on Twitch and probably won't ever be, that's okay. Those are all still lessons that I can take and bring back to me and my business to make me better personally and professionally. A hundred percent. And some of those overheard hallway conversations are the best. Yeah, definitely. And I heard that all the time. So I'd been to a lot of conferences before, but none out of the state unless I was presenting and none for a while. So I'd always heard, you know, it's the conversations in the hallway. It's it's the time you spend before and after the sessions. It's all of that personal time with people. It's not necessarily the sessions that you go to, even though those are fabulous Those are too. fabulous too. And so if you miss a session because you had a great conversation, that's not anything to be sad about. And if you missed a conversation because you saw a great session, that's not anything to be sad about. It's all good, no matter where you get it from. Right. And it's all things that I can't get from St. Louis, Missouri. It's all things that I can't get from inside my apartment where I work. Sometimes you do have to literally step out of your comfort zone and make yourself available to those people and to those experiences. Amen. And everyone will be better off for it. Yes. So Robin, what is a closing comment? What are some closing words of wisdom, some exquisite pieces of knowledge, knowledge bombs as there were? No pressure. No pressure. Hashtag no judgment. (laughs) So what are some knowledge bombs that you can leave us with today? I would say there's more than one way to be consistent with your content and making sure your brand is consistent is a big part of that. And then I would say your personality is your rocket fuel for whatever you're trying to get launched. Absolutely. And everyone has a unique personality and be yourself, man. Just be yourself. So thank you so, so much for tuning in to this incredible, exquisite, wonderful episode of Business Fabulous, my first ever co-hosted episode with the amazing Robin Sales. Thank you so much. Be fabulous. Step out of your comfort zone and uh, let me know wherever I can help you. Feel free to email bonnie at bonnielfrank.com. Thanks, guys.